0: Welcome to the So You're Ready to Date podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Angie. And here's what we talk about all things dating, love, and relationships, and most importantly, having
1: fun. Join us for practical advice for dating successfully on your terms. Welcome aboard. And enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of So You're Ready to Date, the podcast, your one-stop shop for all things dating, relationships, love, the whole shebang. So because we're talking about everything, we want to talk about goals because if anybody has ever been in a corporate position, quarterly, you have to have goals. They should be smart, right? Specific, measurable, the whole, whatever the acronyms (laughs) stands for. I hated those. hate remembering to do that. But goals are an important thing, not only for yourself personally, but we want to talk about that within the confines of your relationship. Do you have relationship goals? Maybe it's not necessarily like to buy a house together. It can be anything. It's not to have like a perfect relationship, but are there ways that your partner is encouraging you to hit your goals? Are you encouraging your partner to hit their goals? Are you coming together to create goals for your relationship and how you see your future? So we just kind of wanted to talk about how can goals be a positive thing for your relationship? Because I think it's an important thing to make sure you feel like you're on the same team more than anything, but maybe to provide some insight and support as we head towards goals in our relationships
0: a lot of times uh, goals can be personal goals that can further your relationship too. So when you're thinking about goals in your relationship, it might be goals that you're working on together. It might be goals in your personal life that you're looking for your partner to support, but it could also be personal goals that you're setting to achieve in your relationship. And the most, the one that Popped into my head, Lisa, when you were talking about when you were first doing the introduction, there was trust and being able to fully trust someone. And really, you shouldn't be in a relationship before you're at that point. But sometimes that's a work in progress. Trust should be given but it also needs to be earned and maintained. And as you walk into a relationship, you might trust somebody initially, but are you trusting them enough to be vulnerable with them? Maybe your goal is to become vulnerable and open yourself up and show that part of yourself because you have a hard time doing it and haven't been able to do that in the past. I know that was one of my relationship goals early on was to be able to express feelings things and share things that I hadn't ever shared with anybody before. And it took practice in patience. So working on those goals, even if you don't know or don't have them defined yet, doesn't mean that you aren't working on them. So have you ever taken a step back to think about what your relationship goals are?
1: Well, I'm glad you brought up trust because I think it feels like it's a a duh, no-brainer kind of thing, but it's something that I think needs to be a topic of discussion within your relationship. I'm not going to get into too much of specifics, but I had an issue with my boyfriend recently where it wasn't like the trust was broken, but it was like dinged just a little bit. And so we had to have this conversation about like, okay, where do we see ourselves? What is it that we love and value about our relationship? And how are we moving forward going to make sure that neither one of us are doing anything to kind of erode that trust? How can we like, okay, it means I need you to be really clear when you communicate, I need you to not hide anything else. And I'm not hiding anything else. And for us to clearly communicate everything and anything whenever we're asked, and I having that conversation of like, all right, have you created this safe space where you're allowed to talk about anything and everything so that there isn't this space of, well, I think we're going this way, but I don't want to say anything because what if they don't want to go that way? And how can you create a relationship that feels fulfilling for both of you if you're not going to be completely open and honest. And I think this might be slightly off topic, but there's a difference between being open about something and being vulnerable. And are you doing both? Because I think both are an important aspect when you're talking about the future of your relationship
0: that's true. And I think you said something, uh, which again, this might be a little bit off topic. But if we're talking about trust and having that be a relationship goal, that safe space is important from both sides. So if you're looking for that safe space, are you providing that safe space for somebody to open up and share without fear of reprisal or fear of judgment or fear of retaliation of any sort, are you open to hearing what your partner has to say without having a negative reaction, even if it's something that you don't agree with, or even if it is, I don't want to say hurtful, but even if it is something that, you know, maybe they have some feedback about something that's bothering them that you have done, said, or been involved in, and they're bringing that to you. Are you a safe space where they can approach that with you? and have that conversation without fear of an argument or a fight? And are you providing that safe space? Because if you're looking for it, you also have to provide it.
1: Yes, it's very much that uh, tit for tat, right? (laughs) Where it's like, I can't expect that of you if I'm not going to give you that same courtesy. And since we're talking about goals, I'll just talk about something that's been going on in my relationship is that my boyfriend has been studying for a very particular kind of test. And he's been studying for it since we started dating. It's a big, massive, important thing. And we had gotten to a point where the way he talked about it was like, I have to do this test because it's going to get me to this level so I can earn. X, Y, Z. And so I finally, I got to the point, I'm like, you know, not saying that you can't, a goal to earn more money is not a good goal. But what are there other, are there other reasons? And I think creating that space for him to think about other ways that passing this test, getting this specific designation might help him, I think alleviated the fact that, oh, I have to do this now because I'll get this. It's opened up some other opportunities. And I talked to him the other day. I'm like, he was talking about the test and how he was studying and getting really making some good progress. And I'm going, you look completely different when you talk about it now, because some other opportunities have come into play, because he's relaxed on making sure he gets it done in a specific time. Because I think he's expanded why he wants to pass this test. And he's excited about it now, because he's seen that there are some other opportunities that can come with it. But there needed to be that space for him to be like, oh, it can be about something more than just more money. It can be because I want to do this because I want to prove this to myself. Because if I do this in a co- in combination with this other opportunity, it's going to allow me to eventually go out on my own if that's what I want to do. So that space of being able to say, hey, if this is your reason for wanting to do it, fine, perfect. I will back you. But can I also suggest there might be other ways for you to look at your goal and doing this as lovingly <laughs> as you can means like, hey, in my head, I'm seeing maybe you could do this, this and this. Or are you really a loser if you don't do that. Because I think that's a big part of everybody's goals of like, if I don't achieve this goal that I've been working on for like six months, then I'm some sort of loser. No, you're allowed to pivot a life is allowed to change. But again, it's that safe space of being sometimes I've gone to him being like, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm just about to get this thing. And I don't know what it <laughs> I don't know what my next step should be. And letting that other person kind of take the load for a while saying, Hey, I'm a neutral set of eyes on this, I can provide you with maybe some what is the word I'm looking for, uh, a view of your situation and your problem that maybe you can't because you're so in the thick of it. I love that. I love that
0: perspective and that being that
1: support and
0: recognizing even that sometimes goals are not the same in a relationship. So you're talking about being supportive of the other party's goals or having somebody that's in support of your goals and recognizing that you can have somebody that supports your goals, even if their goals are not the same as your goals and you're supporting their goals. I know for my boyfriend and I, a lot of our goals are very different and he is very supportive of the goals that I have. And he said, but I can go do this and be your cheerleader. Is that right? Is that what you're saying? And as long as you're saying that, that I'm going to go push you out the door to go after your goals, but I'm going to sit back here and I'm going to do this. And this is how I'm going to do that. Is that going to work in our relationship and understanding where that is and what that looks like too, and where the support is for your goals. And I think it's important that each person, it's It's nice when your goals align and you're both looking for the same goals. But I think it's important to have somebody in your corner that understands that you are an individual person and that you are not one half of a whole. You are whole, all on your own, and that you need to go explore who you are and be who you are and bring that to the relationship to be together rather than having this conversation about what you can and can't do regarding your goals because you're in a relationship if it doesn't align with the other person's. And that's a personal opinion. But I do think when I was married, before I did all of this work on myself, I spent a lot of time putting my goals on the back burner because my partner's goals were so much more important than my goals and our goals didn't align. And so I supported him while he went after his goals and I didn't go after my goals. And looking back, that was a choice, right? He never told me that I couldn't, but I felt like our goals had to be completely aligned in order for our relationship to work. End of the story, it still didn't work. So (laughs) your goals don't necessarily have to be completely in alignment, but I think you do know how to, you have to know how to be happy and you have to be comfortable going after the life that you want in your relationship in order for that relationship to mature and for both parties to be completely fulfilled in the relationship.
1: You bring up a really good point is that, yes, you are a complete and whole individual person. And so are they. And it's kind of like that idea of if we both get to the same endpoint, does it matter that I took this path and you took that path? If we both see our future as this kind of thing, does it matter that I'm going this way to get me there? You're going that way to get your there. But ultimately, we see and have a goal, an idea of what our relationship should be and should look like. Because I think it's that same, is this kind of like we talked about in that episode of is this normal? This idea of if it's not identical to each other and if you don't want to like enmesh yourself to be like a person like Brangelina or you know, so you have like (laughs) one blob of an identity, then it's not some sort of a successful relationship. And I think like you said, you kind of do yourself a disservice of not chasing what you want and not building what you need to be the whole interesting, wonderful person that you are and what you bring to the relationship. And I think it's important that you talk about, hey, this is where I want to see our relationship in a year what are your thoughts? How do you want us to get there? This is what I want us to be doing. I want us to invest in this. I want us to try this thing. Do you have to like the same things? No. Do you want to have to do all of the same things? No, but you should be wanting to go to the same general (laughs) direction. I would hope that that's what we're talking about when we're talking about like relationship goals. Are you seeing this picture in the same way? Or are you looking at a picture of the mountains? He's looking at a picture of a lake. You're like, okay, that's similar, but not close enough. Okay. Are you looking at a city picture and you're looking at the country? Are you so far away from each other that it's not possible to get to some sort of goal together? So talking about what do you want? How are we getting there? How can I support you? How can you support me? That's what we're looking at is it can be different then that's not bad.
0: Right. And the, and the path to be there. You're right. Can be completely different as long as you're both going to end up in the same place. I know my boyfriend and I have been talking about moving. And one of the things, you know, my one of my bucket list goals and one of the places that I've always felt that I'm going to end up is in Florida. I'm going to live in Florida. It is my happy place. One of my favorite places on the planet. Don't ask me why. And it doesn't matter where in Florida. I just want to be in Florida. Palm trees, sun, ocean. It's fantastic. And my boyfriend is adamantly against living in Florida. He's done it and there's hurricanes and there's hot and there's humidity and he can find all of the things to not like that I love about it. And so we've been talking about how to make that happen because that's a dream of mine. And we've talked about it in several ways. We've talked about it from the perspective of, okay, are we going to do this via long distance relationship? Or are we going to do this via have a condo, spend half the time down there, half the time up here, and we're both going to get what we want? Or are we going to look at other places where I could be happy and where he could be happy. And we have decided on another place where we're going to take the next step and move in together, which is a huge step in our relationship that we haven't broached yet. And we're going to move halfway across the country together to a place where we can both be happy and where neither one of us really feels like we're sacrificing, but we're both getting what we want out of the situation and out of the move. So coming together on goals like that and finding a way to make sure that you are both moving towards that same end point.
1: I mean, from six months in, so nowhere near close to, but we're starting to have like, I think this is still like the get to know you phase, get to know each other and what our goals really are. And we have some roadblocks in his situation. That means that we have to be careful about how we plan certain things. We can't just jump into <laughs> things. And I think that's also what you need to like take into account. We're like, okay, are there certain situations like a school, like somebody's going to a particular law school and you can't move for a certain number of years. I have a friend right now who wants to move closer to her family for a certain period of time. And then she's like, she's told her husband, we can move wherever you want just for this period of time. I need to be close to family for a variety of reason. So sometimes it's about, like you said, that give and take, like, does it have to be forever? Like 99% of the time? No. But to have like those open, honest conversations about being like, this is what I need in a decision. What do you need in a decision? And how can we find those commonalities? And how can we figure out a solution that doesn't leave both of us or one of us resentful? And then that's what implodes our relationship is because we couldn't sit down and figure out we still have the same goals. We love each other. We want to be together, but (laughs) it may not look the way that we think it is, or may not be as fast or as easy as we think it is. It might be tough. It might be tough. It might require some long, difficult crying conversations, but to talk to them, like, this is what I want. What do you need? How can we both support each other? how can we get there? And how can those paths cross and
0: intertwine? And even if they don't merge exactly at the beginning, how do they merge at the end? Or do they merge at the end? You know, I have a friend whose brother is married and her brother and his wife don't even live in the same state. They have separate households in two different states and make that relationship work. So it's not like there aren't solutions out there and ways to make that work. Now, would that work for everybody? Probably not, but does it work for them? Yes, and so it's about making sure that in the end, you're both going to not feel like you are giving up your identity and your life for your relationship and understanding that you're both going to be happy and fulfilled in that relationship and understanding what those long-term goals are in your relationship or where you're looking to end up. And really, even sometimes making sure that those goals are your goals and not the goals that somebody else has, someone else has foisted upon you.
1: Yeah, (laughs) right. I think very early in the relationship, I thought, well, we have to be seeing each other at like certain times. And that was one of my goals. And then we got to talking and just like knowing what his uh, job requirements are, and some of his responsibilities, and what some of mine are, we figured out a, a way to see each other where when we're together, we're able to put our phones down, which was something that was really important to me, because I not that it's not you can't sit by your partner and scroll TikTok and do whatever. But for us, I knew that our Our times were always going to be fairly limited based on like my teaching schedule and his schedule. So uh, we wanted those times, but we got to that six month mark and I'm like, okay, this is a relationship now. You're calling me your girlfriend. I'm calling you my boyfriend. We need to like switch up how we view spending time together. And so it was me saying, hey, I need a little bit more time on these particular days or we need to adjust something. So I think it's always about adjusting what your expectations are, seeing where things are going. Going. And was I going to break up with him if he didn't like this wasn't like a demand. This was I want us to do more of this, even if it means you bring your computer and study. I sit on a book in, with my book and read or crochet or do a million other things. Sometimes I just want to be in the same room with you. So I, I think it's about finding that common ground. And like you said, how can we support each other without it coming to this point? I didn't want it to be an ultimatum. And I don't I don't think goals ever work if they're an ultimatum. Maybe they do. But I I think it's about coming to that space of we want to have a good, successful relationship. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to me? And how do we get there?
0: important too, as you're talking about that, it's not like it's an ultimatum and it's about letting the other person decide. And that goes back to what we were talking about the very beginning of the episode and trusting that that person is in the relationship with you because they want to be there. And if they want to be there, they're going to want to find a way to make it work. So talking about what your goals are, what your long-term and how they fit into the picture and how your relationship fits into the picture and what you need in a relationship, but then also stepping back, giving them space to make their own decisions as to whether or not that works for them and they're in agreement and letting them bring forward what they need is an important part of providing that safe space, building that trust and building that solid foundation in your relationship where you're really going to be unshakable
1: it's always the part that i'm sure everybody kind of like dreads where i'm like it may mean that this is not the relationship for you as much as it might hurt and as much as it might sting you can't necessarily avoid these conversations forever and if your goals are not on at least the same map same sort of path, then it's sometimes it's going to be a matter of I may need to evaluate if I need if I can even stay with this person, if this is even a relationship that works for me, because I know what my goals are. I know what I want to do. I know what their goals are and what they want to do. If there's no way that we can find this middle ground, if there's no way that anybody's budging, (laughs) then, you know, there were a couple of times where I had to stop and be like, okay, again, not an ultimatum, but am I going to have to choose myself? And I think that's something that you need to at least keep in the back of your mind. It's like, again, not saying that you have to break up if it's not an agreement right away. But I think it's something that you always need to consider is it's okay to choose yourself. And it might suck that you lose a good relationship, but you're with you for the rest of your life. So you kind of have to stick with that person and support that person always. <laughs> Very
0: true. That reminds me of the saying, right? A bird doesn't trust the branch that it's sitting on. It trusts its wings that even if the branch breaks, it's going to be okay. And that's kind of, that. that's the same thing right here. Like even if the branch breaks out from under you, not that we would be advocating ending a relationship, not that we're advocating any of that, but knowing that sometimes these conversations lead to realizations. And as that happens, trusting that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. If the branch breaks, your wings are going to lift you up and you'll be fine. And just really understanding and knowing that too can help guide you through some of those conversations.
1: You know, there's still that stigma, you know, of being single and (laughs) (laughs) not getting it to work and, and all of those things. So I get it. It's never an easy decision, but you should always choose yourself because in the end, it'll always be worth it. So
0: we want to hear from you. What are your relationship goals? What goals have you achieved? What goals are you working towards? Is there anything else on this topic that you would love to hear about? We'd love to hear from you guys you're the heart and soul of our podcast, we're here for you. So drop us a line, let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know if you have specific goals and how we can help you achieve those or what we talk about on the show to make that achievable for you. You can drop us a line at soyou'rereadytodate at gmail.com or find us on any of our socials. And we will be back next week with another great topic. Don't forget to like and subscribe so that you get notified when we upload our next episode. We'll be back next week with more great content.